For Goodness Sake, A Christmas Adventure is a production of the Tea Experience. This adventure contains themes of horror, instances of danger, and depictions of gore. Recommended for audiences 12 plus. Parental discretion is advised. From the Tea Experience, you're listening to, for goodness sake, a Christmas adventure. Bruises on my bruises. God damn it! Most of my gear is trashed! Oh, Hugh, thank you. Your quick reaction time saved us all. Without you spending all your time playing games, we would have certainly died. Oh, Hugh, you're my hero. I'm thinking of a nine-letter word that starts with G. You should all have some. <sighs> Gallantry? Gallstone? Gasconade? I was thinking more like gratitude, but whatever. You're welcome. Where the hell are we anyway? I remember crashing through a really large snowbank. It appears that we ended up in some sort of maintenance tunnel. Thanks to the flying death trap blocking our path, there's only one way to go. Shall we? Indubitably. That's still not how you pronounce that word, JJ. there yet. We'll be there in another five minutes. You said that five minutes ago. And the five minutes ago before that. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep saying it for however long it takes for you to get the hint. I think we'll reach the South Pole before that happens. I don't think that's going to be an issue. We're coming up on a door. That's some security door. It's gotta be at least a foot thick. I hope you brought some cutting torches with you, cause I left all mine at home. If we can't get it open, we might be stuck down here. If it comes down to it, we're eating JJ first. That's fair. I'm the sweetest. It's okay, I see a keypad. I'm pretty sure I can crack the code. Are you gonna push buttons at random? No. Oh, do you have some of that cool spy movie spray stuff that shows fingerprints? No. Did you bring any explosives? No. Do you have a decoder ring? No. A magic deciphering tool? Ah, uh, no. One of those fancy number hacky thingies? Ah, for the love of... No, JJ. What are you gonna do then? I'm going to knock your head against this door, JJ. And if that doesn't work and I'm allowed a little piece from foolish questions, I'm going to look at it and use my powers of deduction. Though this is a weird pad. It's only got fours and zeros on it. This might take some time. All in favor of busting the door open with JJ's head instead? Aye. I'm offended. Do you know how much my face is worth? It's insured, you know. You can't be an influencer without a face like mine. Huh. 
Must have been pretty hard to get an insurance policy that cheap. You know what, Hugh? Guys, look! Theo's doing a Sherlock thing! Let's see here. If I was Santa, why would I have a keypad with only the numbers 4 and 0? I can't be that simple. You're terrifying, and most certainly belong on the naughty list. I thought it was going to take some time. I was really looking forward to Operation Battering Ram. It was actually surprisingly easy to crack. Well, are you going to tell us what the code was or leave us hanging? It was 040404, and it was quite immature and basic. Hmm. 040404. I know that in certain cultures, the number four represents death. Or misfortune. <laughs> At least it wasn't 58008. Are you seriously telling me that his password was ho ho ho, written upside down and backwards with numbers? As I said, immature. Regardless, the door's open and we've got no way to go but forward. The four teens walk for a while in silence. The only sounds that fill the tunnel are their footsteps. Eventually, they reach another door, and after inputting the code for a second time, they walk through it and emerge in Santa's study. Meanwhile, in the workshop... Oatmeal. He says he's got the 15 sacks of goo that you ordered, Mr. Butterball. Oatmeal. He says... It's a pleasure doing business with you, as always. And he's curious if you have any extra snow globes lying around. He's trying to beef up a bit for next year. Oatmeal! He asks with respect, of course, considering you normally reserve them for Ginger Snap. Oatmeal! He says Ginger Snap is a hero of his, and he wants to be just like him someday. Oatmeal. He also wanted to apologize for running out of burlap bags. He says it's hard to microwave elves alive without the burlap sacks. Apparently, cooking them in anything else causes a mess. Hmm, I see. No, I have no spare snow globes. Ginger Snap needs them to maintain his strength. Oatmeal! Oatmeal says he lives to serve, Mr. Butterball. Yes, yes you do, and you'd best remember that! On your way out, please send in cookie and cheesecake. You asked to see me, boss? Yeah, yeah. What can we do for you today? Need some more body parts? Taffy and Toffee finally got the bandsaw blade launcher working, and I'm eager to try it out. You need me to use my hydraulic press to juice some more elves? I'm ahead of schedule, but I can always work overtime. I love hearing him squeal. I have a very special mission for the two of you. No doubt you heard the anti-aircraft defenses go off earlier. I need the two of you to investigate. You think it's related to that little earthquake we had a while ago? I suspect that the earthquake was a plane crashing nearby. If there were survivors, they may very well discover the workshop and enter. Would the big guy intervene and make sure that doesn't happen? Yeah. Isn't protecting humans what he's all about? If that were the case, then why not stop the anti-air batteries from firing in the first place? Hmm, 
know, something else is happening here, and I want the two of you to get to the bottom of it. What would you like us to do about our normal ingredient harvesting duties? Those are secondary objectives. If you can fulfill them while looking for signs of human activity, then do so. I will expect a progress report each morning after the resurgence. As you wish, Mr. Butterball. You got it, Mr. Butterball. I think that may have been Santa's escape route. What makes you say that? Look around. This looks like a study. Yeah, but why do you think it's Santa's, though? There's toys, empty snack boxes, and loads of pictures of some chick in a Christmas hat. If this isn't Santa's study, then things just got weird. Not as weird as that. What? The pile of dead elves? Or the pentagram drawn in elf blood. That looks like a summoning circle. But it's a star. Have you never watched me play games? That's totally a pentagram used for summoning Hellspawn. Hmm. These cups at the points of the star smell like they're full of liquid candy cane. It's sparkly, too! You should stay away from that junk, Izzy. You're right, it might be toxic. I mean, sure, I guess. I was saying keep your distance because sugar is bad for you. Do you even know me? You just had to say something, didn't you? What? What do you mean? Uh, you said Izzy shouldn't do something because it's bad, but Izzy's a rebel with a sweet tooth, which means she's gonna do it now. No! Don't drink that! It's so bad for your teeth! Think of your profile pics! Damn it, JJ. Now I have to drink it. My street cred's gonna tank if people find out I was too much of a punk to drink some mystery liquid at the frickin' North Pole. And there she goes. I know those cups are tiny, but damn, she's drinking them fast. Guys, this is... this is... it's amazing! I'm practically vibrating! I've had sugar highs before, but this is a whole new level! <laughs> I need more! There are no heroes. In life, the monsters win. Nerd. Who's the bigger nerd, huh? I've seen your poster of Dianinerius. It's pronounced Daenerys. Damn it. <laughs> nerd. Uh, guys, we've got bigger fish to fry right now. Guys, look! There's a whole pile of treats here! She doesn't mean the pile of dead elves, does she? Indubadidly! Oh, that's not right. Is she? Yep, and she's exsanguinating them. Oh. Damn it, Theo, knock it off with the fancy words. How many vampire games have you played? Fine, she's bleeding them dry. Happy? <laughs> oh, yes. Crack the bones, drink the marrow. More! I need more! This is so delicious. Is it just me, or does Izzy seem a bit... 
different. Looks like she's hopped up on elf juice. I wonder, is this the real Izzy? Hey there! Get off of me! What in the actual hell are you? You won't get anything out of me! Now die! Jesus, you! You caved in his skull! What the hell, man? It was him or me, man. That thing was like three feet tall. And lanky. Poor dude. Didn't stand a chance. Dude, he had a freaking machete. Poor little guy. So short and helpless. You felt bad for him before. Just wait! That's... a little grotesque. You're just gonna use its hair and tie it to your belt? There's a reason I rolled a chaotic neutral warrior in Theo's game. When you earn a trophy, you show it off. Right? Hey, Izzy! <laughs> Have a snack. You're the best, you! <sighs> oh, yes. It is even better fresh! Uh, hey, guys! You know what we should do? Please don't say find more elves. We should find more elves. We've only been here an hour, and already we got the pilot killed, Izzy's gone off the reservation, and now Hugh is jacking elves up and taking their heads as trophies? The blunt monster with uncounted heads. The still, discordant, wavering multitude can play upon it. And he calls me the nerd. You are a nerd. I'm cultured. Now come on. Izzy's hungry, and we need some answers. While the teens began to explore their surroundings, events were unfolding elsewhere in the workshop as the resurgence drew near. Nabbit Fiddly Nuts! I was sure I had it that time. What happened, Truffle? Too much gas? Just a little too much. A little too fast. I wasn't expecting him to explode so quickly. What kind of gas did you fill that one with? Helium. I was testing the maximum elasticity of elf skin for Mr. Butterbot. He wants to make stretchy elves. <laughs> it sure seems that way. But Dad, burn it! I miss the old days. I'm just so darn hornswoggled. I didn't sign up for this. It's not really that different from what you used to do, though, right? Before Mr. Butterball? I started as a Johnny Newcomer, but I fell in love with being a powder monkey. Life was good. Bonanzas everywhere you looked. Always had full baby buggies. But now, I can barely afford blackjack and saw bosom. You know? You know? Absolutely. I have no idea what you just said. I said I miss blowing up elves by the barrelful. And ever since Mr. Butterball started ordering us around, things haven't been fun. It's just more work. I wouldn't talk so loud if I was you. You know how many elves have disappeared during the week off for saying bless. Lies. Myths. He's just got us out here digging in the muck while he keeps the fun to himself. I told you to keep it down. Mr. Butterball has eyes and ears everywhere. Literally. 
I've heard stories about mutilations and machinery that'll make your blood turn to slush. Yeah? Well, I believe those stories about as much as I believe in this so-called resistance movement. I say bring back the old days. What? What's wrong? I feel funny. <laughs> I really need to thank Toffee for this jaw blade. It's so deadly. It split him right in half. No fancy lights or humming needed. Short, shortbread. I, uh, wh where did you come from? How long have you been there? Long enough to hear that poor Mr. Truffle is rebel scum. Are you rebel scum too, Cheesecake? Hmm? I would hate to have to execute you. No, I'm loyal to Mr. Butterball. He even trusted me in Cookie with a mission. I was questioning Truffle. That's why I was here. Are you sure? I mean, really sure? Sounded like you used a few too many exclamation points there. I am a loyalist. Why would I lie to shortbread, the, the hand of Butterball? Hmm, good point. It would be pretty silly of you to lie to me. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Just Us. This is a really weird hallway. Why are the walls plastered with pictures of Santa and that woman from the pictures in the study? I didn't expect Mrs. Claus to be so... Hot. I have absolutely no idea. But when we find Santa, remind me to ask him. Who his camera person is! These shots are absolutely gorgeous! Guys, I can smell colors and snacks. Hey, wait a second. <sighs> Yummies, this must be the snack bar. This room looks like a gigantic meat locker. What's with this place and piles of dead elves? Do you think, and hear me out, maybe we should try and stop her? Asks the guy walking around with a decapitated elf head tied to his belt. Say what you want. We haven't been attacked since, have we? It's a warning to the freaks to stay away. Boo! These guys have already been bled dry. Somebody beat his hair. Do you think there are more... things out there? Like Izzy, who have a taste for elf blood? I can hear you, JJ. I'm still me, you know. I just finally found a cure for my sweet tooth. That cure just happens to be coursing through the veins of other living creatures. Hey, JJ, didn't you say before that, like, you were sweet? Want to try and satisfy my sweet tooth? <laughs> I think no. Yeah, let's go with no. I'll pass, thanks. Huh? What's that? I hope it's the dinner bell! Do you guys see that? What the hell was that? I have no idea! Oh, my sugar rush is gone, guys! And I feel... incredible. I, I was feeling tired before, but... I don't feel exhausted anymore. 
That's because of the resurgence, you putz! Uh... Hugh? Is your... Um... Down there... Talking? What? What are you talking about? He's talking about me! Jesus, what the hell? Ow! Hey, careful! You're pulling my glorious mane! Ow! Pretty bad shape. It's going to take them a while to recover. It's a talking head. Just a tiny little talking head. That's providing running commentary. A super tiny talking head. I can hear you now. Now, where was it? Oi! Over here, you putz! What was that? Man, it's gotta be more of these little psychos. Get ready! Be careful! It sounds angry! <laughs> I'm ready! Is that a headless elf body? <laughs> That's what I call Meals on Wheels. Over here! Come on, come on! You can do it! No, no, this, this way! No, left, left! Oh, right? No, no! Y yes, yes! That's right! Yes! Warmer! Warmer, cold, cold, w warmer. Yeah, there we go. Ah, that's better. Boss, I'm glad to see you. And from a more respectable angle, too. Who? Not you, stick boy. Excuse me? I mean, look at you. You're all skin and bones. I bet a light breeze could blow you over. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the boss. What, you mean me? You see any other tough guys around here? Of course I'm talking to you! I guess weirder things have happened than beating an elf to death, having it come back to life, and suddenly deciding to be my lackey. What was that, boss? What? Nothing. You said I'm your boss, right? Strong and smart! You make a good boss! I'm gonna call you... Coco. Sounds like a good name to me, boss! My last name was Biscotti! That's not very Christmassy. My mom wasn't the brightest. All right, then. My first order as your new boss is for you to tell us just what the hell is happening here. Okay, so here is the workshop. Chilling. That is the sweet workshop, you might say. Cool. Rolling out the ice caps melting, missiles becoming, crashing into us, the ozone layer melting, or the sun It wasn't always like this, you know. Once upon a time, we were a proud people. We had jobs, lives. We were the balance. When humans got out of control, we would swoop in and restore the natural order of the world. We never used to hurt our own. We never butchered or killed one another. We were all a family, and we did good work. We kept the natural balance. We were the harbingers of justice. We were the keepers of eternal balance. We made sure the humans didn't bring about a dark age. 
Where there was injustice, there were elves to strike it down! But once the natural gods of the world began to fear us, it was the beginning of the end. They suspected we would discover their injustices and rise up against them. So they cast us down! But rest assured, we will rise again! The time of the elf is upon us! And even though this hurts, and the pain is great as I carve, butcher skin and bleed you, Know this. In the end, we will all benefit from your sacrifice. Now stop swarming! Meanwhile, back in the locker of hurts. Most of us were born in the village, but there are a few older elves, like Butterball, that remember bits and pieces of the old days. Butterball? Like the turkey? One of Santa's meaner jokes. He created a shell company under that name in an attempt to diminish Butterball's growing power and influence in the workshop. Uh, wait, if you elves all work for Santa willingly, then why would it matter if anyone was gaining influence? I mean, the worst you could do is unionize, right? That's where you're wrong. We don't work for Santa willingly. We're forced to work in his workshop all year long without days off. He works us to the bone, knowing the resurgence will patch us up and bring us back from the dead if there are ever accidents. Juicy, delicious accidents? You know that's our blood you're talking about, right? Blood, sugar, snacks, it's all the same. Why do you taste so sweet, anyway? Well, rumor has it that Santa imprisoned our ancestors because they were evil. Through selective breeding and labor, he tried to purge evil from the hearts of elves. When these methods failed, he attempted to purge the evil from our blood by draining it. Hold on. So he replaced your blood with liquid candy canes? And glitter. But the curse of darkness doesn't affect all elves. Only some of us are born with it, and even then it's not always as powerful with some as it is with others. How so? Not all elves are equally evil. Some of us just have a tiny... sliver of potential evil in us, and that's enough for us to be sentenced to the workshop. Elves that are clean or pure get to live in the village while the rest of us suffer in here. Most of us haven't even met our birth parents. Aw, that's horrible. Who raised you then? Mostly other elves. Over the last century or so, Butterball has made it his personal mission to adopt and train as many elves as he possibly can. Isn't that a good thing, though? Sounds to me like he's doing you guys a favor. Look around! Who do you think did this to my friends? Whoa, you're saying that one elf did all of this? Not one. Butterball has raised some of the most dangerous, sadistic, psychotic elves imaginable. And they all work for him. They love him. They think of him like their father. Sounds like real grade-A parenting. It's worse than that. Each night at midnight, a five-second wave of resurgent energy is released, which floods the workshop with healing energy that brings us back. The effect lasts for about an hour. Those of us who aren't lucky enough to make it through the day and night end up dumped here. 
To be caught by Butterball's minions is a fate worse than death. I can't tell you how many times I've been cut, carved, chopped, and butchered, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. So why don't you guys fight back? Team up. There's strength in numbers, you know. We've tried before. In fact, we try every year, but we always fall apart. We've never had anyone strong enough to lead us before now. Is that why you called me your boss? You expect me to lead you guys because I'm strong? Exactly! If us elves have failed all these years to stop Butterball's reign of terror, maybe, maybe you humans can help us out! Alright, I'm game. We've got some unfinished business with Santa anyway. And we're not leaving until we talk to him. That's... going to be a problem! He left right before the week off started, and he won't return for another five days and nights! So, you're telling me that we're trapped in this death trap workshop for five days? I'm afraid so. And the things you've seen so far are just a drop of water in a bucket compared to the ocean of horror and death that awaits you. I hope the rest of you are strong like the boss or you won't make it. Well, this resurgence seems to have restored us to an extent, so I suppose if bad things happen, we might be able to come back. Oh, you don't want that, though, friend of boss. Why is that? Anybody that's brought back to life by the resurgence needs it to continue to live. If you die here, you have to live here. Forever. For Goodness Sake, A Christmas Adventure was written by Luke Trusty, edited by Morgan Elgarden, and is a production of The Tea Experience. This episode was directed by Luke Trusty and Morgan Elgarden. Audio engineering by Luke Trusty. Sound design by Morgan Elgarden. And original music by Luke Trusty. It featured Luke Trusty as Theo and Butterball, Morgan Elgarden as JJ, Chris Kang as Hugh, Amy Martin as Izzy, Shortbread, and Cookie, Nick Carr as Oatmeal and Cheesecake, with Andrew Morrison as the narrator, Biscotti slash Coco, Snickerdoodle, and Truffle. Additional voices provided by Chris Kang. Artwork generated by Luke Trusty. For goodness sake, A Christmas Adventure is executive produced by Luke Trusty. All rights reserved. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Join us next time as the gang takes on Butterball's legion of deadly lieutenants. Will they overcome these formidable foes and make it to Butterball? Find out next week. Thank you for listening. Hey, Theo, if the resurgence heals people, we should go check on the pilot. Maybe he's back to normal. Hey, that's a great idea. Let's go check. <laughs> oh, he must have been out of range. <laughs>